1: The public access annual beef drive is back. Every year the PAPC collects your beef donations to feed hungry orphans around the world. So if you've got any old beef lying around, bring it down to the annual beef drive. We take all kinds of beef, corned beef, canned beef, creamed beef, dry and wet beef, beef jerky and even loose chunk beef. Visit google.com slash beef drive to register as a community beef angel. Up next, we bring you the longest running syndicated late night call-in show. It's Night Calling with Terry.
0: Welcome to Night Calling. Caller, you're on the air. What can I help you with?
2: Hi, uh, my name is Drake uh, Great to be uh, talking to you Long time listener, first time caller
0: Drake, where uh, are you calling
2: from? I am calling from Barrie, Ontario uh, Ooh, I am a, I'm a forklift the operator the ba- <laughs> That's what they say That's what they say uh, I- I'm a forklift operator uh, I love my job uh, But you know It's not my job, of course That uh, is uh, bothering me Uh, I'm in a a bit of a romantic pickle, if you will. Oh, no. Yeah. So, uh, I've been married for the last eight years to a beautiful woman. Uh, Her name is Roma. Uh, She's uh, a great. Like the tomato? Or, uh, I guess, the the city? Is that a city? Uh Roma?
0: I think it is a city named after the famous tomato used in most Italian pastas and pizza sauces
2: okay well, i'll take your i'll take your word for that i'm not as worldly or cosmopolitan as, as you lila so uh so uh, yeah i'll defer to you to your judgment mm-hmm. on that but uh in any case it's been uh, pretty good eight years i gotta say she's a heck of a gal uh she a uh, makes a, yeah she makes a mean rigatoni uh and uh yeah i've uh quite quite frankly i've put on a few pounds because of rigatoni but uh I don't mind. I don't mind. She likes a bigger guy. She likes a bigger guy, and uh, you know she's she's a uh, you know she's a bigger gal too. So we're uh, we're both uh, both happy and you know being, uh, Good being nice and plump. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, lately, uh, I'm beginning to suspect that she is cheating on me. Oh no, Drake! Yeah, I, I know. Get that impression. Well, the thing is. I was over at my, uh, best friend Greg's house, uh, last week, and, uh, well, I was, uh, we we're on the couch, sitting on the couch, having some brews, we we're, uh, you know, watching the, uh, the Barry Colts take on the, Oshawa Generals, who go, go Colts, uh, and at one point, uh, I got my hand in a, a bag of Cheetos, uh, unfortunately, I dropped one of them, down in the underneath the couch cushion, you know, right inside the couch. Go in, fish it out, because you know my, uh, three-second rule applies to couches as much as it does to floors, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Oh, i would say
0: it's uh, the couch could even have a longer grace period because it's kind of one step above the floor, so it's not totally dirty as the floor. Uh, but you do want to give yourself a, a, a grace period to get that cheeto.
2: That's true, yeah, you don't want to leave it for too long, but yeah, you're right, I mean, there's probably less uh, dust and hair and whatever floating down, you know, it's got, there's less of it, uh, less of a drop. Anyway, I'm at I'm the, at, I'm sorry, I'm at the I'm at the, uh, real moment of truth here. I pull it out, and along with it comes a, a pair of uh, women's underwear. Mm, panties, panties, as they're commonly known.
0: Your friend Greg is wearing women's panties.
2: That was Which my- Which nothing to shake your nose at. Greg. That was that was my first uh, thought, uh, and hey, I don't judge. I don't judge either. I hey, I I hope to God that is the case. But I uh, show him to Greg like, oh, Greg, you've been uh, mm-hmm. been getting lucky lately. Uh, he's been a bachelor yeah. for a while. I'm like, oh, Greg. Greg
0: I ha- you know? I actually do hear from your uh, pastor that you were praying to God that it, your friend Greg was wearing women's underwear.
2: Okay, uh, he was feel- concerned
0: about it, but I. Now that he didn't see the whole story, it actually makes sense why you were praying.
2: Right, and I'm no religious religious scholar myself, Uh, I'm no theologian, but I'm pretty sure he is not supposed to be telling you that. Uh, I told him (laughs) that in confession, my understanding is uh, there was a certain uh, confidentiality uh, that's uh, sort of understood, but apparently not. I guess I need to find a new pastor, because I I say some pretty fucked up shit to that guy.
0: Well, to be honest... uh, I think he is not within his legal rights because, as you know, yes, there is priest, uh, uh, person confidentiality, but there's also, uh, a kind of priest. but who, you know, people go to a priest to unload their problems, who does a priest go to? A radio DJ. So that's why he called me, kind of giving his problems, which was some guy at his church is praying weirdly, um... And you might be thinking, am I breaching my radio DJ priest confidentiality? And no, because there is actually something with radio host and caller uh, protection. So it's kind of an oroporus of uh,
2: confidentiality. Right. Uh, but the thing is, uh, you are saying it over uh, airwaves, right? There are people listening in who are not you or me. So that would therefore, therefore violate that agreement uh, right off the bat so and I'm, not, I'm no expert uh, in, in those things I'm no, I'm no legal beagle when it comes to uh, uh, those dealings but uh, any case uh, I kind of wish he had told you that regardless still gonna find another priest but okay so my first thought was yeah alright uh, Greg maybe maybe Greg got lucky or maybe either his hey either way bully for him as long as he's happy right I'm like oh Greg uh, what do we got here and he, his face went white. Uh, so again, I see his face going, around. okay, okay. He's a close. That, uh, is a possibility. Uh, I'll, I think a more likely scenario for me in that moment was, these are his. Right, oh, that, that kind it of narrowed it down.
0: That actually makes yeah. way more sense.
2: Right, think obviously he wouldn't be ashamed if he was getting some, but, uh, maybe he'd feel that way if, if they were his, although you shouldn't, so... Uh I was like oh, uh, so he, he just starts stammering, right? He he just starts uh, just stuttering over and over, like I, I oh th- those are uh, uh, yeah, he can't get a word out. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know, Greg, you right. know.
0: that's a great uh, that's a great Porky Pig impression, but what's going on?
2: <laughs> and Greg, that's the thing that really uh, complicated things. He's known for his Porky Pig, his Porky <laughs> Pig impression. Uh, he regales all of us uh, at the. Uh, uh, you know, at the job site, with his Porky Pig impression, he does a uh, pretty decent uh, Donald, pretty decent Bugs, halfway decent Elmer. Uh, but yeah, his Porky Pig is mwah, It's it's chef's kiss, really. It's top 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 tier stuff. Absolutely great. Uh, and so I was like, well, you know, if, if you're get look, either you're getting lucky, Greg, which is great, bully for you, or they're yours. Uh, and hey. That's fine. That's your choice. As long as you're happy, I got nothing, nothing against that. Nothing, nothing wrong with it. And so a light goes on in his eyes, and he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, those are definitely my underwear. And uh, I, I believed him at first, till I took a peek inside those panties, and uh, they got Roma's name on them. Because Roma, the the thing to understand about Roma. She is absolutely Gaga for her label maker. I got her a label maker last Christmas. Uh, Absolutely Gaga for it. She's very organized. Likes to label everything. Not a dang thing Mm -hmm. in the house isn't labeled to to some degree. Uh, You know, all the kitchen utensils labeled. Even all the forks. All the forks say fork on them. All the spoons say spoon on them. Etc. The dog uh, she labels. uh,
0: She even labeled the dog.
2: (laughs) She labeled the dog. The dog. Uh, really isn't crazy about it, uh, after she labels him, he immediately chews that thing off and spits it out. But, uh, but she keeps at it. She labels him once a day. Uh, you now I, I can't help but feel this might speak to some compulsive need of hers. Uh, so this is something psychological, but, uh, it's fine, it's harmless. It's a little, game, wondered, little dance. Maybe,
0: maybe she's passive-aggressively labeling. Kind of overdoing it, saying, "Oh, great! What a what a wonderful gift this label maker! What am I supposed to label? What am I labeling everything?" And then almost does it passive aggressively. Maybe a sign. Maybe the first sign something's not something's not quite right.
2: Right. So you're th- you, what you're saying. What I'm hearing you say is that the the constant uh, compulsive labeling uh, is her kind of working through some sort of inner turmoil she has. It's a way of Maybe dealing with... Maybe didn't even was...
0: notice. No, it was happening, but could be. Wow. So that I'm no psychiatrist, to...
2: and I'm actually
0: legally uh, obliged to say that, uh, thanks to a class action lawsuit. I am not a psychologist, psychiatrist, or anything. Okay. But uh, there are many uh, psychiatrist email chains that do seek my advice.
2: Okay. Well, that is good to know. I will keep that in mind.
0: I'm Lola Bordeaux.
2: And I'm Alanis Percocet. We're two drag queens who recently relocated to a strange and wonderful town called Cityville. A place made for and made by drag queens. Tune in to our new podcast, Lola and Lonnie. As we get to know our new neighbors, like charitable queen Generosity. Morning talk show host bright and early. And Legal Lady, My Attorney. Lola and Lonnie is a darkly glittery cartoon for your ears and features some of the best comics and queers from coast to coast. Find Lola and Lonnie on your favorite podcast purveyor.
1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh.
2: Anyway, I, I I'm like Greg. What the hell? These are uh, these are Roma's panties. What what in tarnation are they doing on your couch, your Greg? And, uh, and he, sorry,
0: said, he started. And he said, Drake. That's a great. You're same, same impression, but I'm.
2: Uh, I can. He did not say that. Uh. <laughs> He couldn't get much of a, uh, you know, much of a, a word out uh, at, at that particular moment, but he so he stammered a bit. And then finally he's like, "Okay, uh, all right, Drake, I'm gonna level with you. Those are your wife's panties. She lent them to me. Uh, I wanted to practice wearing women's panties, uh, but I did not want to spend the money on them myself." I talked to your wife, uh, I'm sorry if this makes you feel weird, Drake, but, uh, she was nice enough to lend me a pair of hers, just to kind of experiment tonight. You know, I took them off, and you know how I am, Well I was doing the laundry, and, uh, I guess I had the laundry basket on the couch, the, you know, that pair fell between the cushions, I just didn't notice, uh, sorry for freaking me out, but I swear that's, uh, that's the thing, that's the whole truth. And, uh, I, I'd say I, I was cagey, and I didn't want to I to jumped to any conclusions quite yet, but I was still very suspicious. So I said, "Okay."
0: I mean, it's a good story.
2: It's is a very good story. I got to say, it's pretty good. Uh, if it's not true, and quite frankly, I suspect it isn't, he's pretty good at improv. I tell you, I think uh, Greg might have a future at uh, uh, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, or uh, at Second City, or the Groundlings, or one of these places. Because the way he spun that yarn, uh, it was uh, seamless almost. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's my conundrum. Uh, I'm pretty sure, uh, that, uh, that, that he's tuning with Roma. I did ask Roma about this when I got home. I was like, Roma, you have something to tell me about something you might have lent to Greg. And she went pale as a sheet herself. And, uh, I was like, uh, you know, I didn't want to give away anything. I didn't want to tip her off. I wanted to see if her story matched. Okay. Did you nice. give anything to, to Greg and... She said something that was very interesting to me she was like I think you're referring to a gift uh, and I was like okay all right I, I didn't want to give anything away wanted to keep her on the keep her on the line here and she's like and, uh, when you
0: said that she said these things to you of course you you mean she uh, labeled them out in, into a, in a letter that you read.
2: Yeah, that's right. Uh, sorry. Uh, thank you for keeping me uh, keeping me honest here. Uh, I want to be as exact in my details as possible. Uh, all of her responses came in the form of labels uh, that she uh, actually just placed on the fridge. Uh, it that was it was very laborious, quite frankly. It was a very laborious process. I kind of wish she would just talk. And uh, the fact that she used the label maker it makes you suspicious that yeah uh, you know, maybe there was more of that uh, kind of sublimated guilt that was coming out. But in any case. Uh, I was like, "Okay, okay. What, what kind of gift?" And uh, she said, "And I quote, from the label, intimacy question mark." And I was like, "Okay, what specifically?" And then uh, she kind of closed her eyes, sighed really deeply, gave a really deep sigh, and then she labeled underwear. Like, okay, so. Her story more or less checks out with Greg's. Okay. Uh, but here's my question, uh, you know, if she left her underwear there, maybe she forgot. Maybe she knew full well it was over there. Maybe that was no mistake at all. Maybe it was in fact a gift. Maybe she was trying to confess to me her her adultery and did it the best way she knows how, through a series of labels, uh, and that was me. Inter- interpreting that as just going along with Greg's story about wanting to wear women's underwear, so maybe they were both telling the same story. Greg wants me to take one thing from it that he's just practicing wearing women's under- underwear using Roma's underwear. Roma wanted to take to give to me something else from it, which was that I've been cheating on you. I'm so sorry. In any case, I said thank you. That'll be enough. Uh, and I. I <laughs> I, I suppose I just uh, went straight to bed and, uh... Tossed and turned the whole night, I tell you, But, uh... Yeah. Uh, so that's where I stand. Like, is she cheating on me, I wonder? And if so, how do I... How do I go from here? Like, where do I... How do I find out for sure? Do I just... Talk, do, do I just ask them again?
0: Um, well... I think we have a, a, a number of things we can do here. Okay. First thing, that I think is most important is... Uh, you know what kind of underwear are we talking about? Are we talking about a, a frilly lace one? Are we talking about an old timey kind of cowboy prospector's long johns with a little flap?
1: <laughs> you know the little not, window
0: button flap.
2: Definitely like not, not, gitch, as we call, not, not gitch as we call them. They, they weren't gitch. Uh, they were, uh, they were romantic. It was, it was. You said it was lacy. There were some. There was a bit of lace. It was red, uh, and it uh, had little hearts. There was a heart pattern on it. Uh, so that all, that's my question. If you were just going to give a pair of your underwear to your husband's friend so that he can uh, practice wearing women's underwear, would you go with such elaborate underwear? Or would you not just go with some, you know, granny panties, right? Some threadbare yeah. stuff you've been wearing for 10 years that you just wear on laundry day. Would you give him those? Well,
0: it's hard to say it could be. Uh, you know, it is easy. The first thing you want to think is, yeah, she's obviously, she left a, a, a nice pair of lingerie there. And clearly something bad is going on. Or, you think, this is my friend. Do I listen to him? Yeah, maybe he wants to try and win his panties. Maybe my wife did help him out and and lend him a pair. Maybe they're she's just a good person and I uh, don't really do nice things for other people so when I rec- see that in someone else I don't recognize it as a good thing. Maybe she's so maybe, let's just take that with a great let's just take her out of work. Maybe she did want to help out your gra- friend Greg but why did she send the the lingerie? That's kind of weird I have to admit. Yeah uh, my, uh, my, working theory is,
2: my working theory is that uh, Sorry, you know what? My working theory is that she just, uh... They got thrown in there in the heat of passion, and that she did it right there, and then on the couch.
0: And, uh, That's yeah, an interesting that theory that, yeah. to be honest, holds a lot of water and makes probably the most sense when you look at it pretty much at any angle. But here's my theory. She did lend him the underwear, because he did want to practice wearing women's underwear. Why did she lend him the frilly, nice lingerie? Because she... She didn't want to seem embarrassed and frumpy in front of your friend. She wanted to say, oh, I'm actually cool. I, you know, there's still a, a spark in my life. This is the kind of stuff that I just... To me, this is everyday wear. So it makes no... It means nothing to me to lend it to you because to me it's just whatever because I live my life with a certain passion.
2: Okay, so you're saying that uh, she just wanted Greg to think she was cool um, okay, it's an yeah. interesting theory. Um,
0: so
2: that's not have... sex. With him. <laughs> well, hey, let's uh, let's not get nuts here. Uh, but here's the thing: would she be that interested, that vested in having her uh, husband's friend think she was cool unless she had the hots for him? Because, like, I gotta say, uh, you know, all my my wife's friends, uh, Angela, um, Federico, uh, Guernica. Shauna, Ainsley, uh, I like them just yeah, fine. She's very popular. She's very, she's very popular. She has a lot of friends. I like them just, I like, I like all her friends just fine. I don't, I don't care about if anyone think any of them think I'm cool. You know, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. want to impress any of them. Uh, they're just my wife's friends. Or, you know, I don't have the odds for any of them. So uh, I have to wonder if they were in, you know, Greg's position, like if, if they just, for example, wanted to practice wearing men's underwear. Now, would would, uh, would they you know would they really want to uh, uh, or I'm sorry if, if I yeah I don't know well think
0: about it this way I know myself I would rather I am um, more concerned about what anyone else even the farthest remotest strangers think about me and hopefully they think positively about me so much so that I will it will be to the detriment of my even closer personal relationships. Even okay. if the people closest to me think that I'm a horrible scumbag, as long as some stranger that I maybe never see and probably never thinks about me, but maybe of the options that they do, hopefully they think that I'm cool. So maybe a wife's like that.
2: It's like the great Paul Westerberg once sang, the ones who love us best are the ones we'll later rest and visit their graves on holidays at best ones love us least are the ones we'll die to please uh, yeah I think maybe that's it maybe that's it but uh, I don't know I still feel like uh, if I was going to give underwear to my wife's friends uh, I don't know that I'd be uh, in a hurry to you know, uh, knock them out with my underwear selection I might just go with the gitch you know I might just go with the gitch the grey gitch
0: which is your classic Joe Boxer with minion pattern <laughs>
2: that's right I actually have a, I actually have a Joe Biden with minion pattern. Uh, oh, just that's just a lot, just a lot of minions with Joe Biden's face on
0: them. Uh, I forgot that. about uh, Joe Biden's presidential campaign merch. Uh, did a kind of collab with Joe Boxer and uh, the iconic kind of underwear brief where it says Joe Boxer. Uh, actually, said Joe Biden, and instead of that yeah. smiley, and then on the uh, on the flap it said, Listen here.
1: Yeah, I uh,
2: I think uh, I'm gonna start wearing my Joe Biden uh, getch uh, with my uh, Bernie Sanders T-shirt, and then my Hillary Clinton "I'm with her" uh, or "but her e- but her emails" uh, face mask.
0: That's a good idea. That is yeah. a good idea.
1: Yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't
2: know. I don't know what. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a quandary. I uh, I think my my next move might have to be just trying to catch him in the act uh, setting up a video camera in my house naturally but and here's the, the really challenging part setting one up in Greg's house how do I do that um, interesting uh, I don't know if uh, I, you, know, you can get those like tiny little cameras that you can't even really see really that like a spy would use set that up mm. in his DVD player or yeah, maybe uh,
0: set it up in his toilet
2: yeah well yeah <laughs> I, I, I have to that he would I know be a guy who could do sex. that for
0: you, I could send it off, off air, I'll give you his number, because he doesn't want people to know it, but he does install that kind of thing.
2: I do appreciate he, that, uh, and, I, and I'll take that from you. Uh, I don't think I'll is need to the, his He bathroom. is the
0: actor from Spin City. I'm not going to say his name, but he is maybe an actor from a little Canadian sitcom called Spin
2: City. <laughs> well, Spin City was the American sitcom with Michael J. Fox. I so think I, you're, I'm I'm like you're spun you're, out. you think you spun out, <laughs> and I also will not say his name, but I know exactly who you mean. Dave Foley. I'm kidding. Okay. Um, uh Yeah, no, definitely hook me up, though. Uh, that would be nice. But again, probably not in the bathroom. Uh, I can't imagine he's getting on in his bathroom that often, but bedroom, obviously, and living room, see if there's any hanky-panky going on in there. Uh, yeah, so I, I think that might be my best, next best move, because, uh, I, I got a feeling I'm not going to get the truth out of these guys if I just ask them, uh, ask them out, uh, you know, uh, directly. So I think I might have to do some subterfuge.
0: Well, Drake, if you, here's my suggestion. If you want the truth, and it seems like you're pretty determined. Yeah. There's two. There's two things you could do. You could either just, uh, uh, if you, if you do want the truth, you could, well, install some sort of maybe toilet cam, bedroom cam, maybe kind of a situation, spy situation like that, or classic wait outside Greg's house, night vision binoculars, and if the neighbors say anything, maybe maybe the neighbor, if you're worried about the neighbors thinking you're some sort of peeping Tom, you just say, no, I'm not a pervert. I'm trying to see if my wife will have sex with my best friend, idiot. Yeah,
1: there you go. Of course,
0: makes total sense to me. Don't worry about it.
2: Yeah, Uh, that'll be a good cover. Uh, I'm simply a cuck. (laughs) I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm will tell i not yeah. a pervert uh, I like this I like this uh, maybe a bit more than the camera thing I think that would uh, if I simply stalk my friend I think maybe. I feel a little bit better than if I set up a camera
0: yeah and I think because uh, you know and it is within your legal rights to, uh, to anything that can be seen from uh, a window can be recorded Don't ask me how I know that, but that is in the law for some
1: reason.
2: (laughs) I'm learning a lot about you, and uh, I gotta say, uh, I uh, I I think I might I think I I think I'm even more of a fan at this point, knowing the full range of your uh, of your psychological makeup.
0: I'm enjoying. And you know what? At the end, uh, there's always option B, which of course is to just kind of. Ignore all signs of any aspect of your life being bad and just keep your, live your life with your head kind of in the sand and um, kind of not really facing anything that's hard or difficult to deal with. That's until right. You die. And you only yeah. have to do that until you die.
2: Which isn't oh, yeah. That... Yeah. I mean, g- given my lifestyle and the way that I uh, take care of myself, that can't be that much longer. Uh... I know it's, it's been said, of course, uh, most men leave lives of quiet desperation. Uh, uh, you know, the unexamined life is not worth living, but uh, yeah, I gotta say, uh, I feel like uh, the first thing is true, but I'm okay with that, and uh, the unexamined life is not worth living, uh, I uh, completely disagree. Uh, I think that you can have a pretty wild well time, in fact, I know a lot of people who uh, have non-stop fun without examining their life. Uh, so I think uh, self-reflection is uh, both overrated and, a, quite frankly, a, a bit of uh, cancer. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, it's uh, it's an awful, awful uh, way to live.
0: Well, you know what? A lot of people, when they do examine their life, they realize this is actually a very unhealthy uh, lifestyle and living, and then they stop having fun. So, yeah, you know, you can either kind of take care of your body and your brain and your overall happiness, or you can just say, Whatever, <laughs> which is Never. honestly not that bad of an option.
2: Yeah, and in fact, there's a there's a rapper whose name I simply can't remember who said Y O L O. You only live once, uh, and I think I'm gonna abide by that rule. Uh, that's my guiding principle. Yeah,
0: well, it's a good way to be,
2: and
0: uh, I think you should do it, or do the people do thing, whatever. <laughs>
2: bit of both, bit of, bit of column A, bit of column B.
0: Well, Drake, uh, is there any? Maybe you'd like to request a, a song for maybe your friend Greg and, and your wife Roma out there, uh, maybe something, uh, maybe, is there anything you'd like to request for them?
2: Well, I suppose, uh, maybe a song by that, uh, the rap guy who said YOLO, again, can't remember his darn name for the life of me, but just anything by him. Right,
0: I think it was Snow. Toronto's, uh, white reggae rapper The Informer rapper,
2: Fellow, that's right. A licky boom boom bam.
0: It was, I know it was a Toronto rapper, probably Snow. Probably that's the, right. big, the old biggest Toronto rapper, I can think of Snow. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, I would love to request, play that request for you, but unfortunately it's not in my, uh, 12-disc CD wallet that I brought to the uh. station, so.
2: Ah, uh, shoot.
0: I was kind of hoping it would be one of these things that you had, but, uh, of course,
2: there's no way of knowing what CDs I have. Oh, so you don't remember any CDs you have in that wallet?
0: I mean, I know what they are. I mean, there's no way for you to know uh, in order to make a request that would be on one of these CDs. And if you have to know, it is... uh, Most of the CDs are uh, CD-Rs that I tried to burn that didn't work. Oh. All right. Well, thanks, Drake, and I hope you're... I hope this helped, and I hope, uh, you know, thank you for calling, night calling, someone to hear your problems, and, uh, I don't know, to be honest, I, I'm kind of drifting off, I really have to go to the washroom, and, uh, my brain is not able to come up with a fitting way to say goodbye.
2: That's okay, uh, this was not helpful, but, uh, it, it was fun.
0: Well, thanks so much,
2: and I love you. I
0: love
1: you too. Running syndicated late night call in show. Thanks to Everardo Ramirez and Darren Springer. Music by Graham Stewart. Thank you for listening to the Public Access Podcast channel. Be sure to subscribe to this feed for more unique shows from the public access community.
2: This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.
1: Sonar. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli,
2: I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office.